I looked up Tony's question. I can't find an answer to it other than that there was an article on Vulture that said that it was like a blurb that said that it dropped by another so many mm. viewers uh, this month and the death watch continues. And then I lo- I clicked on one of their links. And when I came back, it said, you've exceeded your views for the month. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't actually look at the article. <laughs> But I did find something. I did find something amusing on Hollywood Reporter. Will Arnett uh, reacts to low Running Wild uh, ratings. Running Wild star Will Arnett is encouraging fans to sign a petition to save his struggling Fox show. Of course, the petition that matters most to networks is fans demonstrating their loyalty by actually watching the show. Running Wild star, okay, uh, tweeted Arnett. Thanks to everyone who signed the petition. Fucking ratings suck. I guess America hates jokes. He took it like super personally. Yeah. Good. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. when, once they got to like episode six or seven, wasn't there an adult in the room that said, guys, um, like this isn't working? Like, how do they make it to 13 episodes? How, who let that happen? Do you know what uncancel means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Dead TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is Uncancelled, giving trash TV the chance it never deserved. Quick pause for station identification. Not satisfied? Head on over to Uncancelled on Patreon. For prices as low as $2.99 a month, you'll get early access to each and every episode this season, as well as outtakes and bonus content. That's patreon.com slash And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Hello, everyone. I'm Tom Cash, and you're listening to Uncancelled, the show where we watch and review the first and last episodes of a television show from the last 20 years that was canceled after only one season. It's based on an article by Thrillist.com. As always, my host is Brandon Marston. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Tom. Not too bad this time, though I must say, you're no Brian Salazar. that guy uh that guy had an amazing voice that was one of our guests by the way yeah and we're here to introduce our final guest well maybe uh, well for this purpose yeah for the recording session order 30 of 30 baby yes it's been a a wild ride it has and we're ready to tie a bow Yes, we are. And with our with that, our final guest is Tony from God Chat with God and Tony, which is a hilarious podcast that I listen to every every episode. Uh, Tony, how are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Um, good, good to be here. And thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, yeah. So, yeah, basically, I talk to God um, in the God Chat with God and Tony podcast. Um hold into account for some of the awful stuff he's done in the old testament um we do a bit of cooking a bit of gardening um we have a look at what's in god's will um for when he finally dies uh we've got a section called ask god anything um so yeah it's uh it's it's uh, a short podcast usually about 20 minutes long um yeah it's just a bit of fun lighten the mood um and sort of poke fun at religion yeah so. hilarious music too awesome. hilarious music awesome. well i gotta say tony that you are into 
tomorrow. You're into the 23rd, correct? Mm. It's the 23rd there. So I'm thankful for that because uh, <laughs> earlier I was like, oh, 2, 22, 2022. Oh, my. <laughs> it might be the apocalypse. Who knows what the heck's going to happen? No, yeah, I, I like, am in the future. And from safe. where I'm sitting, everything's fine. Like the 23rd, we, we right. haven't had an apocalypse overnight. It's all good. Great. Excellent. Don't have to listen to REM and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> well, I, I am feeling quite a lot of pressure for being the the final guest, uh, so just bear that in mind. Sure. Well, you, well. you have some uh, big shoes to fill, and mm. you have some not so big shoes to fill, depending on <laughs> the guest. <laughs> There's yeah. been a flurry of them. You've had a mixed bag, have you? Yeah. Oh my! Had, yes, indeed. Yes, it's been quite a journey. Quite a journey. And also, you know, there's uh, me where doing three weeks in a row every day is like the energy wanes. And sometimes it's not just the guest, but also me who has completely low energy. (laughs) And it's like, oh, yeah. And also, look, in fairness, I don't want to jump the gun, but you also have to watch all of these shows. Yeah, that like yeah. you know, I've had to watch two episodes, um, so I, re- <laughs> I really feel your pain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're all canceled, and most of them were canceled for good reason. And I think the conclusion I've come to is that that website just needed hits, and they needed something cool to come up with to get hits. And it was happening right around the pandemic when the pandemic started is when they published that list. So they're like, hey, you can go back and watch all these canceled series since you got a bunch of time uh, to waste, apparently, because that's most of what these shows are, a big waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. And and I I don't think the final show is an exception. No, our final show is not. Yeah, final show is not much of an exception. Tom, what is that final show? The show we'll be reviewing today is the 2010 series Running Wild. It was created by Will Arnett of Arrested Development, who also stars as the show's protagonist, Steve Wild. The co-creators are listed as Mitchell Hurwitz and James Vallely also of Arrested Development. It also stars Carrie Russell as Arnett's love interest, Emmy, and Stefina Levy-Owen as her daughter, Puddle. Also worth mentioning is Puddle. Puddle. (laughs) Yes, as in the water thing. Yes. The the actress's name, Stephanie Levy-Owen? Stephania Levy-Owen. I reckon it's Stefania. Stefania... Levi, maybe Owen. I yeah. I don't know. Levi, Levi, Levi maybe. I don't Levi. know. It's spelled. It's spelled L A V I V. Her parents were Satanists. They've got to be with that name. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's why she has all those freckles. Steph- yeah. Stefania Levian Satanist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Also uh, worth mentioning is the brilliant Peter Serafinowicz, who plays Will Arnett's friend Bod Shaluian, and David Cross, who plays Fahad, the, Harry, yes. yeah Fayad, yeah, who plays Carrie Russell's eco terrorist boyfriend. Last but not least, the je- the legendary Jeffrey Tambor plays Will Arnett's father. The uh, show description, sorry. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, right? The show's description is as follows. Steve Wilde, a filthy, rich, immature playboy trying desperately to win or buy the heart of his childhood sweetheart, Emmy Kadubrick, humanitarian who got away, all told through the perspective of a 12-year-old girl. Steve Wilde has never performed a selfless act, but why should he? He's rich. He's the son of an oil tycoon. Steve hasn't had to work a day in his life, and he has always gotten what he's wanted, with the one exception, the love of Emmy. This show has an overall rating of 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb and an abysmal 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. The average reviewer rating there is only marginally better at 40%. So how does that measure up to what your guys' impression of the show was? Uh, I give it one out of two Arrested Developments. (laughs) (laughs) 
This, <laughs> like, you could have just gave us another season. Otherwise, AD. Yeah, Tony, what do you have to say? Gosh. Well, I think those um, ratings are generous at best. Um, six point what was it from Rotten Tomatoes? Six, six point nine. Yes. Yeah, I think that's generous. From IMDb, yeah. Um, and I, I've never seen Arrested Development, so I can't make an, an analogy to it. Oh, I've seen. I'm well familiar with Arrested Development. This okay. This. So you read the cast. Okay, I want to talk about the yeah. cast. Will Arnett. Yeah. Is from Arrested Development. David Cross is from Arrested Development. Uh, Carrie Russell looks very similar to Portia de Rossi, who is Ellen DeGeneres' wife, uh, who was in Arrested Development. Uh, Mitchell Hurwitz, Arrested Development creator, also creator of this show. And I think the other creator you mentioned, Tom? Uh, was James, James Vallely. Vallely. I'm not yeah. familiar with him, but is he also to do with Arrested Development? Yes, he also co-produced. Jeffrey Tambor plays yep. the father in this and played the father in Arrested Development. So You're missing... it's just Arrested Development. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 basically. It basically takes uh, everyone from Arrested Development minus two people and just sets them in another story. And Will Arnett is the lead instead of Jason Bateman. You know, they easily um, could have cast Michael Sarah as Puddle. <laughs> yeah, they could have. I wanted to bring that up, too, because Puddle is a young girl with freckles mm-hmm. who looks strikingly similar to the young girl with freckles Aaliyah Shawcat from Arrested Development who was the daughter of David Cross and Portia de Rossi's characters so you again have someone Carrie Russell who takes the place of Portia de Rossi they look similar Ouch. and then you cast a small freckled girl who looks strikingly similar to the daughter of the character of Portia de Rossi. So you're just basically swapping everybody who either got too old or wasn't interested in this series from Arrested (laughs) Development and got everybody else that was willing to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a paycheck. I've, I, I have heard of Arrested Development, but I've never seen it. It, 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 it. it seems to me that that was a lot more successful than Running Wild. It's that was very you. good. Yeah, it yeah. is excellent. very good. It's excellent. This is probably... Yeah, this for me was just a, a watered-down Arrested Development. This would... Like, you couldn't... There was no business making it. I mean, it was a purely a cash grab or some sort of, uh, I don't know, whether they wanted to, to whether Will Arnett wanted to pull in favors from being on Arrested Development and have his own show to try to use a launching pad for his uh, leading man career. Or I didn't what? see what's Will Arnett doing now because I've never seen him before. Uh, Bojack Horseman. That's him. Uh, let's um, see. Yeah, Bojack Horseman is him, and that's a very popular animated show, adult animated show on Netflix. Uh, that's what he's been doing for like ten years. Mm, okay. Apparently, he's doing a lot of voice work. Yeah. Well, he has a great voice. It's very yeah. He nails the, like, sophisticated Will Ferrell vibe. <laughs> I never He's... thought of it that, that way. It's interesting. Yeah, he is just watered down Will Ferrell <laughs> with an interesting, gravelly voice. Uh, you're running wild. Uh, yeah, Tony, what? So have not having not seen Arrested Development, what was your impression of this show? as a whole um 
Okay, so my impression of this show is it's the sort of thing you watch when you're on a long haul flight and there's nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. You know, like when yeah. the screens used to come down, um, yeah, like four rows in front, and mm-hmm. you didn't get a choice of what was on. It was either Mister Bean um, or something else. Like I can just it's see this being on. You can't go anywhere. Was, You're a captive yeah. audience. Um, yeah, you could watch. You could possibly watch all 13 episodes on a long haul flight. Yeah, usually it was that show you heard about, but you never watched. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, here's here's the the eighth George Lopez sitcom. I remember seeing a commercial for it or somewhere and not giving a single shit. Just couldn't care less. Uh, <laughs> what 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 I did? I know I'm probably jumping ahead, but what what I thought was good was the um, the um, the chemistry, if you will between Will Arnett and Peter Sarah Fenowitz. Except Absolutely. There was, except there was only one side of that chem- chemistry, and that was Peter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's yeah. the saving grace in this he show. He, he steals is. every scene he's in. He's amazing. Yeah. He's fantastic. He's good. Yeah. yeah. The heart yeah. is brilliant. Have you guys ever seen the Peter Sarah Finowitz show? A lot of it's on YouTube. It's very, very good stuff. Mm. When, if you get to seeing some of the, yeah, I mean, his impressions are top notch. His right. physical acting is top notch. His presence just steals the limelight away from everybody. Mm. Okay, so, yeah, it's worth, yeah. worth checking out. I am not was not familiar with him before seeing this, so uh, I'm glad to uh, be. Uh, you know, now aware of him, and mm. certainly I'm going to look at yeah. more from him because, yeah, he's very commanding on screen, mm. huge screen presence, and hilarious, mm-hmm. brilliant. <laughs> uh, which is not what you can really. I mean, yeah, they're running wild. Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> I, I struggled to come up with things to say about this. It was just what. Do so, think, what do you think the thinking was behind the name running wild i mean i know it's his surname um but it just seems like a real afterthought doesn't it the name i think they could have done a lot better mm. than running wild like taming, yeah. taming the wild um you know what i mean something a bit more they've just they've just basically taken a cliche and put it on the start of the show and given it the name yeah, it was very lazy, uh, right down to the voiceover narration oh. style that that is from Arrested Development. But uh, Stefania is no Ron Howard, so yeah, it's just no, yeah. Um, right, um, you're absent of Ron Howard as the narrator, which is a huge. Huge thing in Arrested Development. Like when oh, you hear that guy's voice, you're like, "Oh my god, that's Ron Howard." What about um, now? I'm, I I always think music really makes or breaks any production in in terms of the overall ambience. The music that was on the whole time, man, it, it was just like they they just try to find the most annoying elevator music. And just had it yeah. sort of just constantly going through there. It's literally like they had a disc of like royalty-free music that they bought online yep. for like $30 and just picked random tracks. Like, all right, something with a happy upbeat tempo. All right, yeah, four, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Tom, can you look up like what is Mitchell Hurwitz done since? Because this uh it kind of reminds me of there's another series on here bunheads which is by the creator of gilmore girls and the marvelous miss meisel which the marvelous miss meisel right now is a huge hit and gilmore girls was a huge hit and she had this series in between that just 
was like nobody's heard of it and for good reason so i'm curious if this was one of those where it's between arrested development and he's working on something else that uh, has been massive or if he just disappeared right. well let's let's take a look at before and after this show before he did heartland which had seth green in it he did mm-hmm. Empty Nest. He did Nurses. He did Golden Girls. He did the John mm. Larroquette show. He did the Ellen show. He And then he did Arrested Development. And then he, he did this garbage. And the only other thing that he touched that was any good was Absolutely Fabulous. As I recall, that was a pretty popular show. I since don't then. So that. it's a British show. Um, yeah, Joanna it's about Lundley. two. Um, yeah, it's two uh, drunk okay. ladies. <laughs> it's good. Two drunk okay. sort of, you know, gad about town gals that just get into hijinks. But yeah, he hasn't done much. He was in a movie on twenty in twenty eighteen called a, a futile and stupid gesture as an actor. As but an actor, yes, really? yeah. Huh. Oddly okay. enough. Strange. So he just, yeah, Arrested Development was basically looks like that was it for him, I guess. Plateaued. High watermark. He must have absolutely plateaued because this was a direct copycat derivative of Arrested Development, but without the everything that made Arrested Development a hit. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is... that show is a, was lightning in a bottle, and you know you can't really just rehash it and expect it to work again. It's it's the most blatant cash grab I think I've ever seen on a television show. Yeah, and Will Arnett is directly responsible. Like, <laughs> he had to call everybody that, like, everyone from. Arrested Development, like you have to call in every favor to make this happen, and you're just going to be like, let's just make Arrested Development again, but this time I'm the lead. <laughs> like, okay, now, I've got this idea. More... <laughs> yeah, could you be any There's more self-serving? Steve Wild, it's me. <laughs> it's just. Like... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And then you read the script and realize it's a biopic of Will Arnett. Yeah. <laughs> heavens. So, uh, yeah. Overall, yeah. I, I thought um, I went four out of ten. Um, yeah, I, I watched the first episode uh, twice. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I went four out of ten. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I might give it a five just due to my appreciation for seeing the, you know, my appreciation for Arrested Development and Mm. seeing David Cross and and Will Arnett. Unfortunately, Will Arnett shits the bed, but (laughs) David Cross had some good scenes, I will Mm -hmm. say. Uh, Yeah. Well, first episode, I guess. First episode. In episode one, Wild Kingdom, Steve Wild has never performed a selfless act. But why should he? He's rich, the son of an oil tycoon. He hasn't had to work a day in his life, and he's always gotten everything he's always wanted, with one exception, the love of Emmy. In this episode, Steve accepts, uh, intends to accept an award from his own company as a humanitarian to impress Emmy. Emmy. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't know you weren't done. <laughs> well, I'm sort of filling in some of the blanks here. Emmy, Emmy is called away from the rainforest uh, and her boyfriend uh, by Will and an invitation to watch him accept his award. His Her daughter, Puddle, won't talk and hasn't talked for six months. Uh, when she gets to the States and meets Steve, she starts talking. Uh, this episode was rated 6.7. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just read that line where it talks about how Steve makes an award for himself. Like, literally, yeah, a bi- as we said, a biopic of Will Arnett, because yeah. this show is completely self-serving. Yes. Like, like yeah. 
this show is uh, okay. Take everything from Arrested Development that you can, accept all the good parts, and then make it about me. <laughs> like, wow, well, you I, have achieved this great <laughs> success. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get my head around how um, I didn't know whether Andy was the boyfriend or not. And you've just clarified it by by reading out the description of the episode, but he got dumped like a sack of spuds, didn't he? I mean, there was no—he's just like left there. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't care less about him. No, it's just like what's poor Andy? Like you know, he's he's trying to do the right thing down in Peru, and she's just she just like gone. See ya. Everyone is self-serving except yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Except him, who, yeah, well, I mean, right away, he is the one that chains himself between the bulldozer mm. and the tree. Yeah. And he almost gets pulled apart like a frog legs. Now, if, <laughs> if, if they'd have carried that out, if they'd have gone through with that, it would have got a 10 out of 10 for me. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> They just watch him get pulled apart. Uh, he had to be singing like uh, the frog, for, the singing uh, show tunes frog from Looney Tunes. Like, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello. <laughs> he gets ripped apart. Straight in half. Uh, yeah, but she, anyways, yeah, the immediate scene is that he's about to be pulled apart between a tree and a bulldozer mm. because he's chained himself. And she's just yelling on a megaphone, reading. Uh, and There's a man here. I'm guessing something that he wrote. Right. <laughs> I'm guessing she's screaming it because she's reading a piece of paper, and I'm guessing it's what he wrote, mm. not what she wrote. So she's just clinging on to something, or doesn't really care. Just self-serving, yeah. And this whole. Fucking all these characters are self-serving. Yeah, so there's a, there's a definitely a theme. <laughs> definitely, but it's not pulled off well. Like if you take a look at a show like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, all the characters in that show are self-serving, arrogant, stupid. Basically, what like the worst that Philadelphia would have to offer, and and none of them are self-aware to any level but the show works there's a charm to it this same kind of formula not happening it doesn't work mm. yeah because the characters are they're too flat they're too one-dimensional I, I, i'd actually really be interested to see the viewing figures taper down as as the episodes go along so they probably would have got because of who's in it. They probably would have got quite a good first episode uh, viewing, but I, I don't reckon anybody would have made made it to thirteen. No, and um, yeah, they have to throw in uh, Jeffrey Tambor has to be thrown in at the end. It definitely seemed like he didn't show up in any of the other episodes except only through maybe video chat or, or some sort of small cameo so that was the dad possibly. yeah that the dad yeah yeah right, yes. okay. yeah 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 i don't think he showed up it didn't seem like he showed up in any no, other episodes before the last yeah. one so that was really going for the well where it's like mm. hey check this out pull this out we already bag. have everyone yeah <laughs> it's like now we have another guy from arrested development just in case <laughs> Just in case anyone who hasn't given up on this show wants to check it out. It's like you already had everyone, and this probably got advertised. I don't remember it really, the advertising spots for it, but if you weren't advertising it as everyone from Arrested Development, then they'd be stupid. That's a marketing mm. genius. Like, that's a no brainer. So to then throw in Jeffrey Tambor in the last episode, like you're going to get more people from Arrested Development mm. that didn't already give up on the show, it's not going to happen. 
So, so yeah. while, while I looked up Tony's question, I can't find an answer to it other than that there was an article on Vulture that said that it was like a blurb that said that it dropped by another so many mm. viewers uh, this month and the Death Watch continues. And then I lo- I clicked on one of their links and when I came back, it said, you've exceeded your views for the month. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't actually look at the article. <laughs> But I did find something. I did find something amusing on Hollywood Reporter. Will Arnett uh, reacts to low Running Wild uh, ratings. Running Wild star Will Arnett is encouraging fans to sign a petition to save his struggling Fox show. Of course, the petition that matters most to networks is fans demonstrating their loyalty by actually watching the show. Running Wild star, okay, uh, tweeted Arnett. Thanks to everyone who signed the petition. Fucking ratings suck. I guess America hates jokes. He took it like super personally. Yeah. Good. <laughs> wow. I mean, okay. when, once they got to like episode six or seven, wasn't there an adult in the room that said, guys, um, like this isn't working? Like, How do they make it to 13 episodes? How, who let that happen? Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, based yeah. off the strength of the reputation of Arrested Development, probably. Mm. I would say reputation alone got them to 13 episodes because this, yeah, this should have been maybe six. <laughs> This show is pulled from November sweeps, and on November 30th, 2010, Fox announced that no new episodes would be ordered. Although the five remaining episodes were to air through December, Fox postponed two of them to air at the end of the month. At the 2011 Television Critics Association tour, Fox announced that the show was officially canceled. And then they were, they were, the remaining episodes were aired a year later on FX. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that going to do? Yeah, this show isn't going well, so let's postpone it where people will forget about it. Everything about this show is a fucking dumpster fire. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It's like, that's like, maybe we'll air it in Australia where it happens a day later. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) I I wouldn't air that here. (laughs) <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. It, it wouldn't get through customs. <laughs> God's sakes! Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, what the fuck? Why would that how how would that help anything? Who was thinking? Who was thinking? Let's push this back mm. in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's kill will, any momentum it might have had at all. Let's just. Stop on yeah. you can you can imagine the meeting okay on agenda here's the agenda point four running wild let's push it back mm. <laughs> maybe no one wanted to deal with it that's maybe that's why they're like Fuck, do i really have to deal with it mm. can we just push it back to like april or something yeah <laughs> just give it to fx they'll take it they they'll fucking air anything i found this on uh Tubi <laughs> says it all. Ah, uh, yeah, Tony, I do have to apologize for that because of the the links. I uh, the link I originally gave was not working so well, and then so I searched again, and I really searched, and it came up on Tubi, which is a free streaming service owned by Fox, but it basically has um, like movies you've never heard of <laughs> like like the like not even professionally shot movies mm-hmm. like somebody could shoot it on their phone and Tubi would play it <laughs> well it's been so, like amazon prime in that yeah. respect there's some real crap on there oh there oh, yeah. is some real crud on there yeah. but yeah. there is some uh better stuff on there i don't think yeah. there's anything good on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, I, ended like... up, I, I think I, you know, I did. I ended up buying the episode 13 off um, Google, like, you know, Google Play platform. Oh, man. I'm so sorry you had to do that. 
Uh, it's gosh. it's it's three dollars. I'll never get back. Um, three dollars. Yeah, oh it was three dollars for uh, an episode or seventeen for the whole series. Mm. Wow. You, would have, you would have thought, like, if I'd have bought an episode, they'd throw in the rest because no one's going to pay seventeen dollars for it. No, and it's the the ironic thing is that this was the easiest one to track down. Right. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It's all over. It's like they they want it. It's like Will Arnett is privately funding <laughs> the internet to publish it. Like it's on every fucking every online streaming platform, but it's not on when you go to those actual streaming platforms. It's just listed. You have to like dig for it. Mm. <laughs> it's like secretly there but really not advertise unless you specifically search for it mm. i didn't i didn't want to spend hours on it so i just paid money i'm like i could spend hours searching for it but like i just haven't got the bandwidth for that so i just now just pay for it watch it um and yeah um, yeah this i mean i will say the first episode uh has some I had some laugh out loud moments, mm. which were mm-hmm. really, I think most of them were from Peter. Yeah. I can't, can't say his last name. On his tiny horse. On his tiny horse. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is my best scene. Absolutely. Uh, I, have, I have to admit, I did laugh at the bit where when Puddle first talks to Will Arnett's character, Steve, um, and he says, Don't tell anyone that I can read minds. And I, I actually did laugh at that. <laughs> that was good. There were some good moments. There were yeah. some good moments in the first episode. Uh, I will them- say that. And and also when she is at his benefit or his uh, plaque, whatever the fuck, that, that self-serving award ceremony that he's doing. She's like, I'm starting to feel like a normal kid again. And then she eats the fake plant leaf. And and clearly she's enjoying the fast food because she's always got a mouthful of fries. Like she's always shoving fries into her mouth. Um, I I thought a good part of episode one as well is, um, and it was a real chuckle moment, is when he's on the piano and he's all sort of forlorn and sad. And then um, Emmy comes into the room and he stands up to go and chat to her and the piano keeps playing. So it looked like he was doing <laughs> yeah. it. I actually thought that was quite good. I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. That was yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, no, there were some fun moments in the first episode. It's 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 just... But then the, the problem with that joke was he did it again in the last episode. Yes. And you yes. can't like you can't like it's funny the first time, but don't do it again. Well, it's not funny second time around. Yeah. The fu- the first episode had a lot of potential and uh I was like I would watch the rest. And then we get into the final episode. Last episode. In episode 13, Basket Cases, Wild Oil caused a horrible oil spill, and Steve Sr. appoints Emmy the head of the cleanup team, but it's a plot to get her out of his hair, and Steve finally figures it out and takes Emmy's side. It has a 7.1 rating on IMDb. Wow. Wow. (laughs) 7.1? Does IMDb take bribes? What the fuck? Uh, Maybe it just got to India. Because they hijacked that site. If you go to the top 250, there's a lot of Bollywood films there. But really? they make a lot of movies in India, though. I think it's, I think it's sheer volume of movies they make determines that they're going to be high up, like a lot. Yeah, I know they had bombarded it and they took over where like you were seeing uh, song and dance Bollywood movies that uh, were not really known outside of of course Bollywood that <laughs> we're suddenly in this what IMDB is American or by an English guy who created it and either way not really popular or Indian 
Bollywood sand dance movies in the UK or US. So to have this it's, site flooded with them. It's it's really interesting actually because um, I use a VPN um, right. sometimes, and I'll put put. So I'm using a VPN if I'm doing my banking and everything else, and sometimes it will be left on, and I want to watch Netflix on my uh, on my computer. And say I've set it to the United States, for example. When my Netflix comes up for United States, it's full of uh, Bollywood movies, because I'm obviously <laughs> getting that region. Uh, and then when I switch back yeah. to Australia, none. It's really interesting to see what what um, the differences between those two Netflix. Actually, it's really boring. I don't know why I'm talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Boring Netflix, where you look for 20 minutes and you end up watching crud. (laughs) The best best Bollywood moment I have ever seen is Indian Thriller. Look it up on Google or on YouTube. It's this guy wearing a Michael Jackson Thriller jacket and red pants. And he's singing, singing a song and dancing while the zombies in the background are going... Going yeah. with the little song and dance routine and everything, and it it's just it's it's wonderful. It's delightful. Okay, <laughs> that it is. Uh, that it is. I do kind of want to watch it, but I have to make a note of it. Uh, I'll send you guys a link. Not as enjoyable is uh, episode thirteen of Running Wild. Gotta say, did nothing Ooh. real positive to say about this. I think when they were brainstorming for this episode, uh, for ideas, they had the whiteboard and they just had one word on it, and it just said cliche. Because <laughs> mm. mm. that's all it was. It, it was just cliche it was, after cliche. Below it was Jeffrey Tambor. Call him. <laughs> Gosh. Could you really, like, did you really, Will Arnett, really, America doesn't like to laugh. You literally called the fucking guy that was your dad in the popular fucking series. Like, is that any more of, like, how desperate do you need to come across? For God's sakes. Why would you think that they could have got anyone? They could have got like hey we got this i don't know popular ron, movie actor ron perlman. <laughs> ron perlman yeah there you go hellboy that's hellboy yeah. son <laughs> come here ron son perlman that would have been interesting yeah. i kind of want to see that just like just slap it slap will on it around you know like just yeah tear him a new one <laughs> doesn't even need to just so physically intimidating and all he has to do is lean in he is he has like oh my gosh i think well he famously played in beauty and the beast Mm -hmm. and he his head looks like a lion (laughs) (laughs) he has a very dominating long jaw yeah like yeah he looks like he would eat you like your soul (laughs) would be swallowed immediately He's probably Just, a really nice if, chap. I've heard that he is. He yeah. does seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. Uh, he's tr- he's uh, multilingual. He speaks Spanish, French, and English fluently. Oh wow! Yeah. He did so, some early films. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say. So with episode thirteen, um, I thought I, I felt sorry for Andy again because I thought he was like super patient. Like he wasn't sort of. I don't because I, I didn't see the episodes in between. I'm not sure whether or not they resolved their relationship, um, but yeah, he just seems super chill and he's happy to talk to Will Arnett and give him advice and stuff. He's not, are you banging my girlfriend? He was just like happy to help. I, I don't get the dynamic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess the only thing I can think of is that they that Will Arnett mentions in the first episode how. It's like, oh, he's my only friend, and we we relate to each other because we're the only people we know who grew up having everything and not being able to relate to the struggles of 
everyday life for the average citizen or whatever the heck. I'm just so, thinking yeah, in, in one of the one of the other episodes did um Kerry Russell's character come out as polyamorous, maybe? Mm. We missed it. That's well, that's uh, that's sort of I wonder because that seems in character for her, but at the same time, it feels like this show is not nearly imaginative enough to try an angle like that. Mm, okay, you know, that was my that's my thinking. Mm. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got confused there. I know who you're talking. You're talking about David Cross, who was happy to help. With uh, Will Arnett. Yeah, that was, yeah. Where it's just like, hey, <laughs> dickhead, well, look, we're struggling. Help us. <laughs> <It's> like, okay. <laughs> it's such a random. Um, and why is her. Uh, no, that's just. I guess that's TV logic that can be ignored, but. Like, yeah, just randomly there's a scene where he's video chatting and on Facebook or whatever, and her laptop happens to be open in the kitchen with Facebook <laughs> open and Will Arnett is right there. Like, it was kind of very like, like, oh, it's so coincidental. Like, no, why would that? That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Would not happen that way. She would probably have it with her. I don't. Yeah, he was the only David Cross again. Um, well, uh, the saving grace of the last episode, if anything, that makes it worthwhile. Nothing. I have nothing to say about this episode. <laughs> um, the, I, I, the basket. I, the basket. Yeah, yoga the basket was good. Uh, I was about to say that. That was quite a good good mm-hmm. idea. Um, and Peter's uh, Peter Serafanowicz's sojourn with the um, the butler guy. Um, ah, yes, that, that, that was quite interesting. Uh, but uh, what I did enjoy, and what I think um, Will Arnett did well, um, was when he was driving that mini car around, and then he got, and then like he, he went and did the big speech to Dad and told him where to go, and then him and uh, Emmy squeezed into that really small car. I thought that had a little bit. I thought that had a little bit of value to it. I was, I was actually, you know, quite, quite impressed with that. Yeah, well, that's the thing with this is that these little snippets. There's, yeah, there's little snippets, but um, those snippets are are reminiscent of the high points of Arrested Development. But Arrested Development has very high highs. And there's no there's no low lows like mm. this is this is high highs <laughs> low lows. Arrested Development is like it's all it's all pretty entertaining, and then there's some really funny funny moments. Like as a whole, it's funny, but then there's some very funny moments. Yeah, this is like there's some funny moments, and that's it. And that's yeah. <laughs> that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. You're getting Arrested Development light. It's like uh, it's like non-alcoholic beer. Like (laughs) pointless. Drinking it for the taste. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting as well, isn't it? I don't know if it's the same in the US, but here there's a whole like just tirade of non-alcoholic drinks everywhere. Like non-alcoholic gin. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. I never drank alcohol for the taste, so <laughs> I don't understand the appeal. But, uh, I guess maybe people—I don't know—people who I don't think you need to justify it. <laughs> it's just—it's just a bad thing. Yeah, it's stupid. No need to justify it. Just have some orange like, juice if you don't want to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Or a cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think it's any question which the best episode is, but uh, do you guys want to add anything to to that topic? Better episode. Well, there isn't one. 
No. Um, the pilot was a better episode. Um, it made me laugh more. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, of the two, the pilot, you know, the pilot had me intrigued to see more because uh, I was like, okay. Here's all these people from Arrested Development, and it was only 20 minutes or so, so it wasn't too... It didn't completely wear out its welcome, and there were some high points, and I was like, okay, I, I, I would give it a second chance. And um, I don't know about the second episode, but the second chance came with the last episode, and that <laughs> buried all hope, so. You, the thing is with that, you make a good point, is you, di- you didn't really need the um, 11 episodes in between. You can you can get everything you need from episode one and episode 13. I don't know what happened in the other 11, but there was no, I, I, it was easy to pick up the storyline. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like the, the Handmaid's Tale where yeah, you kind of well, need to know what's going on. It was easy, just like one and 13, done, move on. Yeah, to, to me, to bring the dad in on episode 13 uh, after making mention of him in episode one is like, okay, how fucking desperate did they get by the time they got to this 13th week of the show that they're just pulling in the last ditch effort of, you know, getting Jeffrey Tambor to literally kind of like reprise his role pretty much he plays what he I mean Tom does he not he, like this is oh, the same no it's character. the same character I mean he's literally the same character the only difference is that in arrested development he's in prison for most of the episodes because of yes. some scandal and I can't remember the all the details but it had I to do with like a fraud or it was like war profiteering or something wasn't it, it was, yeah it was like a pyramid scheme or something. yeah and why some I, insane thing what i couldn't get as well why he was dressed as a policeman on a police motorbike when he arrived <laughs> that was just like so bizarre it's like what i think that's just Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> That's, it might have been a nod to Arrested Development, but I think there were quite a few nods to Arrested Development, but it doesn't make any sense because this is not Arrested Development. We should just call this episode not Arrested Development. Because that's yeah. basically the, been the crux of the conversation the entire time. It's all the ways this is inferior. Yes, and every well, it's not like we're purposefully comparing it to that. I, I mean, I know Tony, you haven't seen it, mm. but this, like I pointed out in the beginning, all of the cast is from Arrested Development, and those who are not from Arrested Development just look like characters from Arrested Development. Mm. <laughs> it's like, oh, we couldn't get her, so we called her sister. <laughs> or we just put out an open casting call for people that looked like her. It's like, what mm. the fuck? It's a and total copy-paste. Yeah, and then total we're going to pull paste. in the dad for a final hurrah, because fuck it at this point. We've already jumped the shark, so what the hell? Was there a best scene? Best scene? Yeah. Of course there was, absolutely. Uh, and it was Fahad riding the horse yes. through the window with a giant plaque that Will Arnett used to uh, have him play a doctor to uh, a therapist or a psychiatrist to have... Uh, Carrie Russell's daughter pretends to be diagnosed with trauma or whatever. And, and he's holding a book or a couple of books that are just like medical journals to sort of qualify his uh, credentials. <laughs> it's just like, that was oh, good. Nice touch. Oh. Yeah. 
Everything, every scene involving him was good. Every yeah. scene yeah. involving Peter's Sarah Finowich. Sarah Finowich is the best scene. Yeah, are the best scenes. Puddle had some good scenes. Puddle and Peter. Actually, Puddle and Peter. Puddle. Um, when they were moving in, she said something really funny. She said, "Oh, great, we're staying. I'll get my thing." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was a good moment. Yeah. But again, she, she did dead. it so many times. Like she did it in the, um, oh, we're leaving. I'll get my thing. You don't do it again. Like just do it once. Yeah. It's like someone told Will Arnett that there's this thing in comedy called the rules of rule of threes. And he totally missed the point. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, okay. So I say it three times an episode. Got it. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Will Arnett. Uh uh, not so funny Canadian, unfortunately. Much easier question. What's the worst scene? Worst scene. That's not a much easier question. No, you don't think? The I guess whole so. thing is bland. Yeah. Oh, for, me, for me, okay, this has got like a couple of layers to it. It was in episode 13 when the dad, I forget his name, the actor, um, Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. He was pretending to be drunk. And his acting of pretending to be drunk was unqualified because afterwards he said, no, I'm not actually drunk. So it was double layered. Um, but I just thought it was shit. Well, that's also what you were talking about because they just made the joke with Peter's character. Yeah. In the scene before where he's like, no, I was just pretending to be drunk. Yeah. Which is, I believe that was an arrested development thing, but again, they did it better. (laughs) But everybody was pretending to be drunk and some alcohol must have been consumed. I I just, it, it, it's, it just seems so uh, silly um, and ill thought out that it just horrified me. I was just like, that doesn't work. Well, I think the problem Two is that okay, it's funny once and then you well, there is a rule of threes, but some of these they just did twice or they would do it two times in a row and then uh, later in the episode it'd be two times in a row again and there would be no three or, or four, it'd be like you know, there's certain times where I think of that silly Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy. And he, <laughs> he goes, he goes, uh, to Adam Sandler plays like an over, like a dumb drunk fuck up father to Andy Samberg. And he comes back into his life and he's like this washed up guy stuck in the nineties. And so he goes, What's up? To this guy. And this guy's like, he looks at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then he goes, is I making a comeback? Because <laughs> I've been dying for that. What's up? And then it happened. And then like six other people all go, what's up? <laughs> because, and it was stupid to begin with. But then you have six other people that just makes it so great because they just go, okay, we're just going to hit it again and again and again and again and again. And now it's funny. Whereas this was like, okay, we hit it once. It was funny. Now let's go do it again. And then that's it. You know who was the master of that was Letterman. Letterman could beat a joke to to death and it would still be funny because at a certain point it would just come around and be so ridiculous that it worked again. And and he was was just – one of a kind. Uh, it's David a Letterman. sense of timing mm-hmm. that is not evident in for Will Arnett or um, for the writing of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, yeah, they just were. I don't think anybody gave a shit. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> maybe Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, yeah, you kind of said before, Tony, that it was like, happy to be there. Mm. You know, it was like David Cross, 
didn't give a shit. David Cross played the same fucking character from Arrested Development in a different... No, that would literally be something he would get involved in in Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a carbon copy rehash and it failed miserably because again, like you're... This is a whole theme where you're talking about going back and and like don't do it again this whole show is just doing arrested development again yeah it's jaws too (laughs) yeah yeah it is yeah without the the cool uh shark lighting on fire though Mm. that was cool that was cool it's the only good thing about jaws too what would be the most unintentionally hilarious scene in this show Unintentionally hilarious, aka it's so funny I forgot to laugh. That they tried to pretend like it was something different and not a spiritual spin-off of Arrested Development. <laughs> I don't know if this was intentional or not, but they're in a they're at the, the benefit or the where he's getting the award, and the band is playing, and they're playing the price is right theme song. With like vi- like violins and 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 cellos and shit, yeah, and I was like, and I was like, I I had to replay it because I was like, did I hear what I think I heard? And I go back and yeah, it's definitely the prices right themes are. Yeah, well, he does make it. Will Arnett does make a joke about that in the first episode, saying, yeah. Because all my friends are the price is right or some shit because the waiter says, oh, you don't pay me to be your friend or whatever. <laughs> That's right. You pay me to be to take care of you, not to be your friend. It's like everyone is just serves the Will Arnett character. Everyone yeah, is there to feels. serve yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Loves it. Uh, there wasn't anything unintentionally funny for me. Sorry. It's unintentionally dry and bland and terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's just flat. I wouldn't say it's terrible like it made. It just... It's not the worst thing ever. It's not even it's- the worst thing on this list. It's just so flat and bland and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a little bit controversial here and i i reckon it it could have been really good i'd agree with that i do too what do you why do you think that though like what what is your reasoning for that it it just it just seems like so sloppy and lazy and ill thought out and ill executed. Um, Ill conceived. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm no TV writer, but I could do better. Um, yeah. Well, it's like we said, it's a carbon copy of a, a popular show from the same people. It's a cash mm-hmm. grab. And if they try to do something different, or if they just embrace that it's the same fucking thing. It's like they couldn't decide between the two, whether they wanted Mm. to be different or whether they wanted to do the exact same thing, which um, then again, you can't do the exact same thing, but at least admitting to like, at least if they called it a spinoff, then that would have been, that would have made it a, I don't know if it would have made it better, but it would have gave it an excuse to suck. It would have gave it an excuse to suck, right? Yeah, but the The whole production... Sorry, Sorry. Tom. Uh, I was going to say, the whole production is just kind of half-assed. Yeah, exactly. It was put together by committee. You know, it's like, yeah, put that, throw that in. I don't give a fuck, whatever. I'm going to go do coke in my trailer. (laughs) (laughs) So, stupid question, would you watch the rest? If I was on a long-haul flight and I had no other choice. (laughs) 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 Not not by choice. 
<laughs> no. Because it just makes me want to go back and, and watch the, the better show. You don't need to watch the rest. I think I made that point earlier. You can go yeah, from one to yeah. thirteen, and I, I, I was, I would, I would have been none the wiser if that was the whole series. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, it, it would just look so, like a TV movie. Yeah, it's like you know, with Inception, you've got to watch it all. With this, you don't need to. In fact, you could probably yeah. just watch the last episode and still get everything you need from it. But not anything you want. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess America hates jokes. Yeah, so is this show uncancelled? No. 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 Don't do it. Don't, do it. <laughs> don't even watch it. Don't waste don't. your time. Uncancelled. Oh hell no. I don't know what's worse is the, this or the new, the uh, most recent season of Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. Talk about going back to the wow. It's like they learned nothing from this. It's like, oh, this didn't work, so let's bring mm. back the actual show. <laughs> Put a fork in it! It's done! So uncancelled, it's a grub! Wait a minute. Throw some Ozanaz in there. What's your hurry?